635 was uh, really not even finished at the time we met. And uh, But people came from all different parts of the city and from different congregations. And uh, it was... It was such a good time in our lives. Our children were getting to the teenage years, and, and that was a congregation that really didn't have many young people. And so we were thinking, oh, we really need to be in a congregation where our kids could have friends and youth group and all of this, and it just wasn't going to happen there. And uh, uh, so there were two other families that, that had that same situation there, and that was uh, Jimmy and Lashang Shu and David Vanderpool. And so um, we, one Sunday, uh, we had them come home with us for lunch, and, and the guys just sort of spent that afternoon talking about um, what, what we might could do about that. And, and one of them was aware that, that Skillman owned land at the corner of Preston Crest and Preston Road. And uh, so they decided that they would try to set up a meeting with the Skillman elders. And the very next week, they did. Well, when they went to have that meeting with the Skillman elders, they learned that on that same Sunday afternoon when they were talking and praying about what to do with that land or what about that land, the Skillman elders were meeting and praying about that same thing, about what to do with the land that they owned at the corner of Preston Road and Preston Crest. So I thought, to us at that time, that was just such a confirmation that God was going to use this for his purpose. I was one year old, and we actually had the first meeting regarding the possibility of forming a new church west or north of Dallas, out of Skillman Avenue Church of Christ. We actually had the first meeting in my mom and dad's duplex on Northwest Highway in 1971, I believe. I remember it clearly. I was one. When the... uh group start, started getting together. Uh, our first worship service uh, as a group was at a little frame uh, building on uh, in the little community of Vickery, which is now swallowed up by Dallas, and it was just east of the intersection of Park Lane and Greenville Avenue. And we worshiped there one Sunday evening uh, very small church and a very small congregation, just the 30 or 35 families, and uh, it was a very memorable event. Well, I think the Lord blessed us with a wonderful location. Number one, I think the foresight of the Skillman elders to, uh, you know, buy this particular location, I think is ideal. Couldn't have been better. And uh, that and George and and the excitement of the people. And so uh, I think that's some of the reasons it grew pretty quickly. Somebody said, I know there's a God, I've seen him. I've seen him at work in my life. And <clears throat> just from the very beginning, things all fell into place. They couldn't have done it without the Lord's help. Providential. And I just think everything was done providentially. There were 35 families. The first worship service was something slightly over 100. And then, as, as Susanna said, we moved from the, uh, the first worship at Vickery to this office building at, uh, at Park Central, just right here on LBJ. Uh, and during that time was when we employed George Bailey. He, we were so excited when he came over. Just the prospect of being a first for them to come and talk to us was exciting. And the prospect of being able to 
uh, employ him as the first preacher was just uh, really significant. And it immediately gave us credibility and stature and visibility within the Brotherhood that enabled us to grow rapidly because people that came into Dallas, particularly those from Abilene Christian, where he had preached for years at the college church, uh, gravitated to Preston Crest and uh, began to work with us. And that gave us a foundation from which to grow that has really benefited us through the, through the years. He loved people, genuinely loved people. And he loved ch their children, <laughs> and all their children loved him. And um, if someone was sick, he was there. No matter what time of day they, he was needed, he was there. He was a real compassionate caregiver to the hurting and the ill. And besides that, a great communicator. So not, it's very difficult to have all that in one person. But he had it. He really had it. After our first meeting, we, we, we realized that we were a lot of young families with children, so we had to put together a nursery and a cradle row. And, of course, that was rather difficult because we were meeting in an office building at that time. And uh, so every Sunday morning we would get there, we would assemble 10 porta cribs and 10 jump chairs. And so from the very beginning, uh, all of our babies had cradle roll. And, of course, then we provided classes, you know, obviously for the other children. A lot of people don't know this, but... Uh... Todd Miller used to come in the nursery quite often then, and uh, he, would, he would get down with us and say, oh, look at the little baby. And I thought to myself, you know, he'll make a great elder one of these days. Well, there's no question that as a child, I mean, my, you know, a lot of my Bible, uh, the basic foundation I have in learning was through um, coming to, to Sunday school and to church and having some fabulous teachers. I mean, you know, and a lot of the teachers I had, still attend today or, you know, have, uh, you know, uh, and so fortunately I was able to feel like I got a very good basic uh, basis for my understanding of what the Bible is all about. Uh, a lot of felt boards being used back then. So uh, a lot of the, uh, you know, Joseph as many colors was as bright as could be on the felt board. Uh, in 1972, uh, we were thrilled to have Buster Harold <laughs> Duncan preaching for us. And, uh, and for starting the youth program that our children participated in. And we felt like that he really helped uh, the new congregation off to a great start before George and Elabeth could come on a permanent basis. So we appreciated all of his work and his dedication in those early years. I loved the all-church retreats. We all went on retreat for a day and a night, part of another day together. So it was uh, something you couldn't even think about doing today. I do remember Sunday nights after church, we always have a football game. We couldn't do it on Sunday mornings because we were dressed in our finest. But on Sunday evenings, we'd play, you know, right when the last amen was said, we were out there playing football. And I have some great memories of my buddy Johnny Stallings, uh, Coach Stallings' son, who uh, uh, was just a wonderful spirit. I just think the Lord has been so good to all of us and has blessed in many, many ways our congregation. And we have some of the finest people, friendly, lovely, lovable, and uh, it's just a joy to be with them, just like one big family. And it really is just one big family. Isn't it interesting to look at Scripture and see how often God did things in, in increments of 40 
And so often, those increments of 40 preceded a, a time when some new beginnings were going to take place. And so I was thinking, well, here's an increment of 40. I wonder what's going to happen next at the corner of Preston Road and Preston Place. <laughs> <laughs>